is an opportunity. This is America, ain't it? Who the fuck's stopping you? This is Bootlegging, where each week we will discuss HBO's original series, Boardwalk Empire. Grab a glass of your favorite libation, and let's do a little chin wagging. And go, go, go. And Still works. Mango White Claw. Oh, I got Mango White Claw, guys. This thing has changed my life. I'm not even kidding. And <laughs> okay, well, that was 55 seconds of wasted airspace. <laughs> um, we are back to bootlegging a Boardwalk Empire podcast. Um, we have a special guest with us for the last time on this podcast because we are coming down to the end of it. Um, mm-hmm. We have Victor from the Digging Dexter podcast, friend of the show, Victor. Go ahead What's and up, say Victor? hello. What up, what up, what up? So super excited to get into this. Uh, what is this? This is not the penultimate, which I learned from your podcast. That that was what this is called. <laughs> um, that is the next episode. But yes. we have we have him to the penultimate to the penultimate, <laughs> if you will, <laughs> uh, episode. So Victor, thank you for coming on. Go ahead and say, give a little shout out to your podcast if you want. Yes. Um- God, and this now that we're living in this uh, quarantine times, I've been trying so mm-hmm. hard. We had like four seasons of Dexter, and then we just kind of fell off. And I've been trying to and listening to your guys' podcast the last uh, your last two episodes. I was like, damn, I really need to get back into this. <laughs> and uh, so we are digging Dexter, and I think we hopefully by the time this is out, I should have uh, all of season five wrapped up on my podcast. So very cool. I'm sort of very jealous cool. you guys are coming to an end because. You actually started a goal and you finished, well, are about to finish a goal. That's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Well, you did um, before Dexter. Oh, by the way, I quit after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> you do not. I will, hunt, I will hunt you down. I know where you live. <sighs> I would say I would TP your house, but you would enjoy that at this point. So I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but you did complete one. You did do the Digging Dexter podcast. So yeah, you do so I know do... how hard it is. Yeah, it's like uh, it, it gets sort of like a um, what's the word? Almost not not a chore at the end, but it's almost like you want to savor it. But like I don't know where Chris, like you have the fortunate thing of like Chris doesn't know what happens the next two episodes. I don't know if he right. does. Um, but you're getting this like grand finale. You know, you get to finally yes. actually see how it ends. You know, right. that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um. And so we are back then to talk about the next episode before we go in we'll do a little bit of cleaning house um victor uh, we had a little bit of audio problems uh right before this so we're having to kind of restart a little bit um victor you were saying though before um i think chris even got on that you had something you were wanting to talk about uh yes uh well one just to sort of recap our missed audio go fucking watch tiger king because you you (laughs) you you just have to uh, and, and I'll I'll repeat my line that if I tried to spoil it right now for you, you wouldn't even believe me. So I don't think I have... I, I'm still kind of in awe about <laughs> <laughs> just hearing you guys kind of kind of summarize what happens. So I, I, my favorite line is "Steal some bitch in Florida." It's say with me. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear the man say it, I just die laughing. <laughs> 
<laughs> I want. I, I. I hope Chris has enough time that we, when you guys come back with the seventh episode, Chris is just on like a forty-five minute diatribe of how much he loves to, Joe yeah, Exotic. Binge it all before we do the next episode, so I could come back and be like, I. I didn't believe. I love he comes back I like this show enough. sucked. I quit. Uh, but i did want to bring up you guys were going on about horror movies from 95 to like 2005 and how it sort of reinvigorated itself and whatnot and sort of like the the top horror movies what i wanted to bring up was and i I was i wanted to pose it uh, first of all i learned i learned about that insidious that the directors were like fucking psychology majors that's how they bring everything down to like that's really cool go ahead i i actually was wrong on that they are not. I, um, I yeah. I did, no, no, oh, hold good. on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> it's just funny the way you're, it's happening. Go ahead. I actually was wrong on that. They are not. Now, um, they did for that movie, though, they did take some courses and they did consult with psych. What it was is they consulted with psychiatrists and psychologists mm. on the evolution of fear in the human body and the human mind. And that was what it was. I was getting. They, they, so they actually did. There was some like realistic stuff behind it. I was confused, I guess, about what had gotcha. happened. Gotcha. Gotcha. But um, yeah, no, they aren't. Correction on that. I was kind of wrong on that. Um, but that—that's where that was at. But yes, yeah. Sorry. Makes Go sense. Uh, and what I wanted to bring up was the movie that sort of kicked everything off. And I don't want to do like a can you guess what movie? But what really kicked off that like re spark of the genre was Scream. Scream oh, yeah. came out <gasps> and it like reinvented the genre because up to that point it was like really bad part tens. <laughs> You know, of like Freddy, (laughs) I think it was like the the third Jason dies, like, you know, it was all really shitty, just sort of like scrapping, horror was close to dead, Um, and then Scream came out as like this meta movie where it just kind of like, like, hey, we don't always have to pretend like if you have sex, you get killed, and this and that, and they sort of say like, ooh, I'm going to have sex now, so I'm going to get killed, like, they kind of like, you know, brought it back to the background, like, it's not going to go down right. as like the greatest horror movie, but it definitely like ignited that switch. Uh, kind of like Batman, um, like the 2005 Christopher Nolan, right? Just like flipped the superhero genre. That's how we have like this fucking Marvel huge um, yeah. universe. Sort of like Scream did the same thing um, and just like reinvented the wheel, so to say. And you're 100 percent in it. 1996. Yeah, it was just around that time you guys were saying, um, and they kind of like lost their legs because it's like horror is so weird because it's. If you ever notice, they only give it to like low-level directors, and horror movies are always as little money as they can make to make take to make. Yeah, yeah. And just hopes they bring yeah, they in these huge, get real small budgets. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Scream was really. Uh, I do remember this about Scream because I do remember it coming out whenever it, I was I was what I was eleven. So I actually do. I didn't watch it in theaters, obviously. But um, I remember growing up watching it, I think, like, when I was, like, 14 or something like that. And the fact that, spoiler alert to Scream, I'm going to ruin who somebody dies in it. Um, <laughs> the fact that Drew Barrymore dies at the very beginning. Huge. Yeah, that was Huge crazy. at the time. Like, you know, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, we're, we're all the same age, so I don't, like, really remember how big that was. But um, kind of like Game of Thrones. Like that main character right, dies right. in the beginning. Like, what the fuck is going on? Drew, yeah. Drew Barrymore at that time is. And it's Drew Barrymore. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So that's just sort of. That's just all I wanted I to bring am. up to your guys' conversation. How did. I, I'm actually. Me and 
Chris being the movie nerds that we are. How did we miss that movie? You guys were so on point yeah. with everything. You guys were like, oh my god, it, it sort of happened like 98 to this. And you guys like expanded it to the exact timeline. And I'm in my car listening. I'm like, guys, scream. 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 <laughs> and you guys are nailing every movie. You're like, Saw was just at the end of it. Uh, this He's is like, like yelling at his I radio. know, I really <laughs> was. Say it. Say scream, you motherfuckers. <laughs> and then like Meg yells at you in the background. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> man i'm really surprised we missed that that's a good catch because it was um i remember what it was scream meg's probably gonna yell at me now because we're talking about this again um it was scream and then it was i know what you did last summer yeah just yeah yeah it was was Final Destination at Final that Destination. Same? I was gonna say those were all those movies happened like within like what two years of each other. Yeah, yeah. and I think you're right. I I really think that that is kind of what started that whole new just genre. like uh, breathe fresh air into the genre. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, very good catch. That's actually I'm really glad you brought that up. That's a really good catch. Oh, that's interesting. Um, so other than Tiger King and our um continuation of our horror movies um anything else newly going on other than being in lockdown and everything like that with everybody not really uh in lockdown that's about it been watching the office again for <laughs> as i'm sure many many people yeah right have been so i have not i have not i have still i have been listening to the uh the office ladies podcast I've mentioned it yeah. to both of y'all. It's very, it, it gets a lot better. It gets a lot better. The first couple episodes are kind of rough to listen to because you can tell that they're like kind of scripted. Yeah, you got to find your feet. Right. You have to find. I give. Um, I think Victor said this one time, and it's the same thing with a TV show. You don't count the first season. Don't. Right. You, can't, you can't judge a show, and you can't judge a podcast on the first season. I went back and listened to our podcast from the first season, and it is bad. Like not that, <laughs> not that it's good now, but it was bad. I was gonna say, <laughs> has it improved? I don't know, if, uh... <laughs> but it was bad. Now um, it gets a lot better, and the fact that they have a lot of guest hosts on, which is really cool. So they have Creed on a couple times. Oh, cool. Um, they have a couple of the directors and the writers. Um, they've had uh, Rain Wilson on. So hearing these like people that did it and like hearing the like inside stuff to it it was like okay this is actually kind of interesting um like what was it on one i thought this was so amazing like creed like um not to spoil anything but like so creed uh bratton is that's his real name creed bratton right right? and anybody that like knows about him he does this massive thing he's been in bands he's been all over the place and stuff like that right so um he was in this acting thing he originally wasn't supposed to be a character and he basically forced himself to talk in an episode just so that because he talked, <laughs> he had to join the union. He had to join. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, they, he had to join the, the SAG, SAG, right? Gotcha. Right. SAG, yeah. Because they did that. They were like, he's talking. They were like, we have to pay him now. And so they had to. And since he was a part of the union, that's, they're like, "Well, we have to basically write that's very him." Creative. In. That's yeah. such. The, that's the most creative thing ever. That's so funny. So when he was doing that, he was with Phyllis, right? In his first episode, he, he talks is with Phyllis, and he was sitting there saying something, and Phyllis was like, "No, you're not supposed to." Talk. He's like, da, 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 da. <laughs> "It'll be okay," because apparently they thought he was a part of the membership, and then so when they were like doing stuff, they're like, "He's not a part of it. Like, we gotta pay him. Like, this is ridiculous." That's and funny. It was really. It was. It's really interesting, like hearing these like little side stories and stuff like that. I, 
I can't recommend the podcast enough. It's something fun to listen to. You know, it's there's it's not it's non political. It's not everything. It's just it's just entertainment, and that's it. So I would definitely recommend that. Yeah, cool. Um, all right, so we can go ahead and get into the episode. Um, real quick, we're going to go ahead and read off the IMBD breakdown of this episode. Um, Chalky encounters Narcisse in Harlem, and federal agents enlist the help of Eli and Van Alden, correction, Agent Michael Shannon, to take Thank down you. the Capone organization. Nucky is pained by the recent loss, and in 1987, Nucky vents his frustration and roots out to out on a young thief. Okay, so that for the most part gives a pretty good breakdown without spoiling anything. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, now let's just go ahead and without getting too much into this, I just kind of want to get everyone's opinion because Victor, you obviously you you directly asked to be in this episode. Yeah. Like, when I was, like, sending out messages to you, Lazarus, I was like, hey, what's some stuff that y'all want to be? You immediately responded, first thing, episode six, I don't care. Like, I think that was your exact text message. Yeah, literally. Obviously, this episode rings, and I didn't know why at first, honestly. Like I said, I've watched the show all the way through. I'd forgotten what all happens in this episode. So, what is everybody's ranking on this episode? Like, how... For a shitty, let's let's all be honest. Season five, I don't want to, I don't want to fully call it a shitty season because it's still better entertainment than a lot of shows out there. But it's just comparatively speaking to the rest of the show. How does this episode rank? Um, I would uh, give it. I don't think I've really said this about many of these episodes, but um, it was explosive. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um but it, it was it was like low key explosive. I don't know. Like the lead up to the the real main moments was bland as hell. Wow. I, I thought it was just really not these with what happens, the severity of what happens in this episode. I feel like there wasn't enough build up for those for those moments uh, throughout. Wow. I don't. Okay, so I, there was a little bit. There was a little bit in the uh, the Capone storyline. I there was they they did build up some tension there, which was very nice. But uh, for the Narcisse storyline, uh, that that was weak sauce, man. I was not. I was not impressed. Okay, and so obviously, Victor, you don't really agree with that. Oh uh, no, no, no. That's that's like his opinion. So it's like obviously, like however he well, felt yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like surprised. And I guess, and it's something I want to talk about, but I don't want to like drag this podcast too far. Like you guys definitely have a problem with season five, and I totally get everything with that. So I could see how like him, like the lead up to like these huge moments. Like obviously, mm-hmm. despite how you feel about it, it's obviously a huge moment. Like you're two, one of the two most lovable characters gone. Um, right. I totally get how it's just kind of like you can't. You know, it's almost like like like. There's so much to compare to Game of Thrones where it's like something yeah. cool might have happened, but if everything else sucks, it's <laughs> like who even cares about what's cool that happened? Like, right. you know, so I almost sort of feel like like Chris has great cereal, but he has bad milk and he can't even enjoy the great cereal right. because of the bad milk. And I don't blame you. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Um, and they're over here pouring water. <laughs> yeah. <cereal. laughs> it's called, uh, like, that is called get a trick, sir. That is <laughs> like, I totally get your guys feelings and vibes towards season five i think it 
I think it sucks on behalf of like the the Boardwalk Empire like staff and not necessarily like the show. If that makes any sense at all, yeah. It does. And, and oh, go, go he ahead, brought go ahead. he brought up Game of Thrones, and I kind of was thinking that I was as I was watching this episode. Right. And again, we've we've made this comparison before. It just feels like they're tying up loose ends just any way they can at this point. Like it's just like okay, no, we got to have this finish the story off here. Finish the story off here. Let's just close it out. Right. And for you know, just like with Game of Thrones, you grow to love these characters. You start really liking them, and then just they're gone all right moving moving on <laughs> i have a whole i had i wrote like, i wrote out like a whole like process of it and you guys sort of touched on it as the season started like one of like the biggest like keys of like like all your feelings towards season five is like look how they dealt with um i'm fucking blanking out on his name rothstein Right. Like that oh, that is God. almost like a sign of the season. <laughs> like are, are you yeah. kidding? Like that's how you right? Um they don't, even, and, I'm sorry. <laughs> they don't even say his name. They don't even say his name. I'm sorry. And I know that we're gonna this is we, I don't wanna be a bitching <laughs> podcast, but they don't even say his name. It's like, oh the last time I saw you, AR's AR's funeral. You can't even say Arnold Rossi's funeral. You can't funeral. even you can't even yeah. give him the full <laughs> the seven syllables. Okay, I'm yeah. done. I'm done because I'll keep going on that. Sorry. I I guess what I wanted because I've I've been listening, right? I, I always listen to your podcast and like I, I, I feel it. I feel it in your guys' like energy. Like, man, fuck this season because it's like they're just not giving it justice. That it's due mm. the first four seasons. Like first four seasons this and then you got this. Like literally like Chris is saying, like, there's so many Game of Thrones comparisons here. Mm. I guess like while I'm not like I'm not trying to defend boardwalk as much as um So you get four seasons, twelve episodes. All of a sudden mm. you're cut short and you got eight episodes. So now right. you're trying to fit your normal 12-episode story into eight episodes. And we're fast-forwarding you eight years. Yeah. And, like, I, the only thing I compare it to is, like, you ever, like, think you have, like, an hour to clean your house? And then you're, like, you're like oh, my God, I only have 15 minutes. And you're doing, like, stupid <laughs> shit. Like, you're just wiping the counter with, like, your shirt and whatever. That's, like, <laughs> almost my comparison for this. And in terms of, like, like you're a 1,000% right when you say, like, they're just closing up storylines for the fuck of it. And I feel like... And this goes with my other theory about all shows in general. Game of Thrones is a great one. Sopranos, almost any show. I even think some of uh, Breaking Bad. You ever notice every episode's like every season's 10 episodes, 12 episodes. And all of a sudden you get to the last season and they want to break it apart. And the episodes are longer. I always feel like shows always, and, and if you know what I'm saying here, they write themselves out of the room. Like right, right. they're they're always this is how we've always done it, but now that we're in the final season, we gotta like sort of like do it up big or we gotta switch it up and this and that. And I feel like they always instead of sticking to what worked previously, I guess my hands here, they they like talk themselves out of the room. They're like, Oh yeah, this makes sense. We're gonna have this like completely almost like we're in a play build up of Narcisse and Chalky, and then we're gonna kill him. It's like no, no, no. That's not how his character right. ever was. And you guys right. just and you, you know what I mean. So, like, you're right. so right in everything you're saying. Well, to be fair, and we and me and Chris have mentioned this in other episodes of this season. Is I I fully believe that they anticipated at least two more seasons. Yeah, and I, I think I think so. I was going to say, and I think Chris agrees with me because the feeling of this season is, and it's nothing against Boardwalk Empire. I'm not. I'm not mad at the writers. I'm not. 
I'm not yeah, I don't think it's writers. their fault. Yeah, I'm not. They were at, forced to rush, they, and, and you can tell. HBO came in and said, and they've even said this that they got they got told it was a final season at the last minute, and then not mm-hmm. only that, later on they got told, oh, by the way, it's not a full twelve episodes; it's only eight. That so, shatters your plans. Yeah, right. They knew they knew that. Hey, this character dies. This character dies. We've always anticipated this. Okay, so they knew that they had to keep going with that storyline. So then they're forced to take two seasons worth and f- take it down to eight episodes. I'm not mad at the writers. The writers are doing the best that they can. All right, <clears throat> right Victor, go ahead and uh, start where you were at. So something else I think that this season deals with is me being a conspiracy theorist, uh, the Game of Thrones conundrum, because where we are at here is 2014, this season five aired, and uh, 2013 was the Red Wedding which I do think I'm actually in a crazy Game of Thrones binge right now. I've been like watching like episode. Yeah, just like it's one of the. I don't know. We don't have to get into Game of Thrones. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do think Red Wedding fucking like changed television, like flipped it on its head. And what is Game of Thrones known for? Just like oh, any character can die at any moment. Um, right. Mm-hmm. And in a Red Wedding world where you try to build up to that huge shock. I mean, fucking Red Wedding had uh, re- reaction videos. That's like one of the things you can go on YouTube yeah. and see like. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, like yeah. just go watch yeah. someone who's ne- who has no idea what the fuck is about to happen. And I sort of feel like season five, on top of everything you said, where it's like now you only get eight episodes and now it's your final season. Now you have to wrap up all these storylines. I think there's something there right. with them having to deal with the post-Red uh, Wedding world, so to say. Just me being a conspiracy theorist, but I feel like it has something to do with it. No, I can see that. Um, like I said... I, I- I mean, we can go back and forth yeah. on it, you know, like, um, like I said, it, and me and Chris have said this from the beginning, it's, we don't want to sit there and be like, this entire episode sucks because, you know, I don't want to just do, this is bootlegging a bitching podcast, you know, like, I know that that's kind of what it's turned into, but I do appreciate it's, like I said, and I will always say this, this shitty season, I'm calling it a shitty season because compared to the rest of the show, it's shitty. Right. Compared to TV that's on today, this is not shitty. You know, right. this is still amazing entertainment. This right. is still there's substance to the writing. It's, it's still to, great cinematography, and I've said that a lot throughout this se- this series. This is the be- like, this their is cinematography the is fantastic. This season is better than any season out there. I th- yeah. I fully believe that they made so many efforts to make this season so good that mm-hmm. they just they fucked it up with the writing <laughs> and. That's that's what they do. But I mean, and we've mentioned it before. I feel like HBO has a problem with ending series. Series, series yeah. <laughs> I think I think you're. They, I like, think, they just don't know. I how think to you're so stop. spot on. And <laughs> but you know what's also like to your point. You know what also while they have a problem ending stuff. You know what they're also great at cutting it short when it needs to be. Like I feel like yeah, every other yeah. network, mm-hmm. you have eight, nine, ten seasons. They'll drag it out. HBO for way cuts too it long. like. Right at the point right. it needs to. Sopranos was a great like. Right. How much further can you take Tony Soprano doing this? How much further are you going to have you're Nucky? Talking to the, remember, you're talking to the wrong people. Why? We, me and Como, me and Como have never watched the Sopranos. No, oh, okay. I'm Just not, take I'm any. I mean, how much longer was the, was Sopranos. Game of Thrones going to avoid the White Walkers and that eventual? You know right. what I mean? Right. 100. percent And they absolutely they yeah they 
Yeah, they had them. Fi- oh, yeah, I can't believe that's still going. <laughs> that, that, yeah, oh my god, um, that show. Um, if it, either of you seen it, I never have. Um, it's not the Outsider. What's the one where it's like the end of the world and there's only like one guy left? Oh, oh, um, um, it was only two seasons. Last Man on Earth. No, it was. It was that. That was a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> what the leftovers? The leftovers. Oh, oh, I think yes, that shit yes, was only like right. two or three mm-hmm. seasons, which is like that's. Yeah. Imagine shows were just three seasons, like you know, you could fucking get in there and out. Right. And that's the thing be- is that I mean, I, I can appreciate that though because whenever you have it that short, it means you had a vision, right, for right, the right. Yeah, like you, you had a knew layout where you were going with it, right? Well, and that's what. Uh, and not to like, I mean, and, well, and I, I think Victor knows it, and I've mentioned it on this podcast, and I know Chris for sure knows about it. My favorite show of all time is Six Feet Under. Like, mm-hmm. that is my favorite show all time, no matter what. And that show ends when it's supposed to. Another great example. It doesn't. Absolutely. Five seasons, it, in and out. In and out. And had that show gone on one more season, that's, that last that season seven would have been garbage. Yeah, 100%. And if they had gone on one more. Because you could see in the last season, they were there were certain little things where you're watching and you're like, okay, you're, like, you're, kinda, you're getting political one. Once, once mm-hmm. the show starts getting political, it's immediately like, okay, you're going down the train. Like, don't, don't do right. it. It starts getting – and Six Feet Under started getting a little bit political. <clears throat> and then they started kind of getting into the little tropes on, like, different things and stuff like that. And so once something like that happens, end it. Just cut it. Just Yeah, end you're, it you're basing be, your story on topical situations instead of actually that's creating a perfect, story. I, that's a perfect example yeah. of that. And, and it, yeah. So I – I, I do like that Boardwalk Empire still ended where it did instead of getting into unreal territory, I guess, if I can say right. that. Because at least it's still grounded in a historical... I was going to say, yeah, the timeline, it makes sense that they you know are ending it where they're ending it. Right. Because I'm not mad about that. I'm not like... I'm glad we didn't have like seven seasons in 1929 or something <laughs> yeah. like that, right? Because nobody so, gives a shit. <laughs> exactly. I'll call it legal, whatever. <laughs> You're done. I'll, I'll, I will 100% give credit to this show where credit is due. You know, like, I am not against that. So, um, my complaints on this, because I've asked y'all about what, well, and Chris, so uh, Victor said his, what he thought about it. What did you, what did you think about it as the virgin listener to the, to, or the virgin viewer to the show? Mm-hmm. What did you think about it? I mean, like I said, it, it's um, well. Wh- what do you mean, like in uh, for this show, this episode in particular? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Compared to other ones, like if you were to give this a ranking of like A plus, B plus, C, you know, whatever. Um, I mean, just basing it compared to previous episodes, I, I'd put it in the C, in the C range, maybe a little bit higher C, just because, like I said, that I, I did like watching the episode. It was very pretty. In fact, there was there was a lot of dark scenery in this episode. Uh, on purpose and uh, I really appreciated that but the content like I said uh, there there just wasn't enough build up for me for for the things that happen so again it's like what we were saying I, I blame the writing uh, it just it, it didn't feel like it was written as well as it could have been um, especially considering all the other factors were done very well so okay. if I could ask a question Chris do you think this was the best episode mm-hmm. of the season so far 
Um, you're, 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 you totally sold the question I was about to ask. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean that. No, 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 no. no, no. no, no. no it's point. it's cool. I was. About to ask it, it's all, it, it's um, a little funny. It's Chris's opinion is the only one that matters because like we've like seen. So we're like we're like we're like vibing off what he's giving. I don't us, even so need like, you guys. I could just talk to the mic. Uh, Colton, ask your question. Then I'm you sorry. Um, Christopher, um, <laughs> if you can compare it to the rest of I the season, like what did sorry. you think about this? <laughs> like, no, no, the, the moment's over. Let's move on. <laughs> no, I'm um, dying over here. This is so funny. Uh, yeah, I. Considering I've been bitching nonstop <laughs> in the earlier episodes, I would have to say, yeah, this is probably my favorite of this season. Um, I I think that's only because. Uh, it's only because we did get some major information. My biggest complaint so far for season five has been that they've just been filling it with just random nonsense yeah. that we don't need. Like this is impacting the characters that we tuned in right. to see what happened with them. So, um, yeah, I, I would say that this, it's my favorite of the season so far. Okay. Um, all right. So, um, without anything else, let's go ahead and get into it. Um, now, this one is really hard for me to break down, so I really like legitimately just want to water cooler this one. Okay, if that makes okay. any sense, because we one we had two huge deaths for this season. Yes. Um, for the for the no, not even the season, the show. We for lose, the show. Yeah, we lose two of the biggest characters this episode of the show. Okay. Um, we've lost major characters. R.I.P. Jimmy. Um, all right, <laughs> like, but I mean, that was a big one. The fact of who we lost this episode doesn't. I, I'm sorry, it doesn't. It doesn't pale in comparison to that because of everything that happened. Jimmy was big. It was unexpected. The fact uh, that what happened in this one, and I, and I'll get into that in a minute or in a little bit. Um, but I just I feel like it was a really big thing. So. I first want to start with this is going to kind of sound weird, but I want to start with pre- present or uh, past. No, sorry, present day Nucky because his yeah. story I feel is the least relevant. Right. Okay. Now I f- want to start with his because one is, um, is like I said, it's the least relevant. Two is he's at the bar. Okay, he's in. Um, he's not in Florida, is he? He's in um, Jersey. No, he's, I think he's in Atlantic he's City. He's in New Jersey. Yeah. yeah. Okay. For some reason, when I was first watching it, I, I watched the episode twice, and every time for some reason, I kept thinking he was in Florida. For some reason, I don't know if it's because he was like like sweaty and stuff. I, I was gonna say yeah, but he did look sweaty. I'm I'm attributing that to him getting hammered. Yeah, is what now, is what that was from. If but you're hammered, you're question- always sweaty, and you always have a little stubble. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. I'm sweaty every podcast because I'm hammered. So, um, now, just be glad why, you guys can't see us. <laughs> now, did why? In, in correct me if I'm wrong because I I was extremely intoxicated last episode. Um, why yeah, was, that was <laughs> it was fun? We were both pretty rough by the end of that one. <laughs> oh man, because we drank off air. It was fun. Um, why? Why did Nucky look like he was beat up? Yeah, I mean he he looked um, depressed and uh, pretty. Disheveled. Well, he had like marks on his face. 
Did y'all notice that? Or I is didn't, it just me? I guess I didn't notice it from the beginning. Because as I was watching it, I was like, why does he look like he got beat up? Uh, okay. I think, I don't think there was a, um, a, a f- an actual reason why. I think it's just sort of like, how do you show someone's really been through the ringer and like down? So you have right. stubble, your shirt's like a little untucked, you're not like, Nucky's always in a suit, now he's just like in his shirt and vest and... His right. hair's a little messed up. I think that was just part of it. Probably like, hasn't showered, okay. I'm assuming. Like, you know, something like that. I don't think he got, like, roughed up or anything. Cause it, it, correct me if I'm wrong. I think the last episode, he's talking to them on the phone, right? Yeah. yeah. So right. I, That's why I was, like, I was surprised. I was like, oh, wait. I was like, did he get jumped and I didn't realize No, nah, I think he's just been out for a while, you know? Just Now, my other question is, how did these two women at a bar not know who he is? So I was thinking the same thing. Like, wouldn't yeah, everyone know who City. Nucky is? It's also been a while, yeah. I guess. Yeah, that's true. And he has been laying low. And, so, and maybe I mean, they maybe. didn't want to know who he was. You know, it was it was part maybe. of the ploy. But I, I mean, I and at the end, at the end of this, I mean, can we? I was just going to go ahead and say he. So he gets knocked out at the end of this by these by these women. So spoiler alert, we'll get there. Um, but and that's the other thing. Who does? How does the guy there at that point? Is, but okay. I think uh, me not knowing what's happening next, I had a feeling that this was something set up by somebody, you know, on purpose. So these women oh. did know who he was, but were just you know they were they were playing him on just to you know get get close to him. Okay, that was my takeaway, but. Well, and that's honestly, and as y'all know, my memory sucks. So I don't, I honestly, I, I know how the show ends. The little in-between things, I don't remember. So, for example, one of the major, actually, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. Both of the major characters that die this episode, I didn't remember them dying. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I messaged Victor at one point, and I was like, are you serious? I was like, when did he die? And then Victor was like, yeah, it's because they don't really show it. I can understand you forgetting. And I was like, I didn't remember it. Yeah. Did I mean, I, last episode, you did mention that um, I was going to have something to say about <laughs> this episode when we start yeah. recording it. So I assume that, you know, you figured it out <laughs> before that. It was honestly the only reason was... <laughs> It's because Victor wanted to be on this episode. I was like, why is he oh, on okay. this episode? So, <laughs> so I typed it in. I was like, you know, Bortlet, B- uh, Boardwalk Empire, this episode. And then when I saw who dies, I was like, oh, that's, that's why, why he wants to be on it. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, go ahead. Something I wanted to bring yeah. up. Um, if you notice when they're at the bar and I was texting. So I watched this episode like just a little bit before we started recording. And while I was watching, uh-huh. I was texting Colton. I was like, holy shit, I never noticed this or that. When... Nucky's at the bar, and the girls ask him, "What's your name?" And he says, "Francis X Bushman." X. Did you right. guys? Did you look that up? No. Oh no! I so didn't. I looked it up because I, I was should've. like, "That's such a specific name." And this show, like, that's a very specific right. Name. And, and as big as like that. a historian, Colton, you may be. There's like stuff like we just don't know because it's like we weren't alive at the time. We were talking about The Office earlier, and you realize like The Office is going to be to us what the Honeymooners is probably to like your parents. You know, like you ever hear them talk <laughs> yeah, about it? Right? And we're gonna be like Weird. one day, like fucking like fifty or sixty <laughs> years old, being like the Office. Remember that episode? Fucking someone shits in his office, and like, yeah, we like love that, like you know. But <laughs> the chili. <laughs> so I looked up well, who the fuck was Francis X Bushman, 
and more to your point, wouldn't they have known who Nucky was? So I'm just I I don't know who this is. I had to look it up, and I'm just going to read one line of who this Francis X. Bushman was. Um, apparently, he was a big actor, but the one line that stuck out to me, and this is what this is 1931, where we're at, roughly. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and his his Wikipedia, bunch of stuff, bunch of stuff, bunch of titles. And it says he gained a large female following and was one of the biggest stars of the 1910s and the early 1920s. So it's almost like so saying you're like, known. you meet a girl at a bar and she says she's Drew Barrymore, right? Like, wait, right. that's a fucking pretty damn specific name of someone who's but, like, go and, ahead. Well, no, and, and, and you're right, but right from the start, I was under the impression that she knew that was a oh, gotcha, and was just gotcha. playing along with it. So like was, she she was acting the way that she was acting you could tell like she she was like okay gotcha, whatever man gotcha. all right Francis yeah. <laughs> I agree with Chris just because when uh, she knocks him out she was she was like sorry about it Francis <laughs> yeah the way she says it I kind of think that but that's a very good I I honestly just thought it was a fake name and she just assumed it was yeah, a fake right. name because it was so generic the only thing that made me look it up was the X. <laughs> just like, yeah, like right? X is that little initial. It's like the little detail you tell in the story. That's like, wait, that's too specific. You're lying, you know? Right. Well, that's like, um, was it you, uh, Ulysses S. Grant? You know what the, uh, his middle name is, right? No. S. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's you'd, cool. you'd win so much bar <laughs> trivia. Just, just like, yeah. <laughs> what is Ulysses S. Grant's middle name? That's great. Now I know. Yeah, or, or or it's either it's S or he doesn't have a middle name and he just always did S. It's one or the other. I don't it's it's one or the other. I don't remember which one it is. It's either his middle name is literally S or it's he didn't have a name a middle name and his mom always told him, No, just your middle name's S. It's 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 one of the it's a very huh. strange situation. Yeah. Good stuff. Um I I read a bunch about Ulysses Grant's one of my favorite people in history. The dude's badass. Yeah. <laughs> So the dude got drunk and took over the country. It was amazing. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, now, okay. So, okay. So he wasn't beat up. So he's meant to look like he's run down. Now, the other question I have on this is: this is just a weird. I don't. Okay, I, I don't want to get into the bootlegging a bitching podcast, but. Oh no, let's because I have some bitching. <laughs> okay, but why is he? I get okay, okay. So the quote unquote his love of his life or whatever is dead. Okay, but why is it that he's one we've never seen this before? Where he's just hooking up with these random like hood rats yeah. at the bar. Okay, and he's sitting there. I want to fuck both of y'all tonight. Like, wh- I don't know. The whole thing is weird, and then he gets in a fight with another bar, t- a, a bar, a, a not a, a bar patron. It's the, the owner. Keep. It's the it's the. I thought he yeah, said it was the owner. Oh, is it? I think. The owner? It, yeah, he's like this is my oh. place. So. Oh, I thought he was just being like he's a, he's a regular, so he was just like this is my. Place. No, I I just assumed it, and he wasn't lying. Even though now that you say that, it was just some drunk old man. So it <laughs> it could have very well just been. <laughs> that's my other thing. This is an old man. How does he not know who Nucky is? I have to interrupt. True one of the, there's two great lines in this episode. This is one of them. When he says, I forget what he says that I'm fucking so pissed I didn't write it down. But he, then he, the old guy responds, well, yeah. 
Well, you could spoon the shit out of my asshole and eat it for breakfast. <laughs> and eat it for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, honestly, such that old, old man dude humor, had, like, the know? best shit talking <laughs> of anyone in the show so far. <laughs> I'm gonna start using that line like every day. That guy has such a comeback for anything Nucky like, says this year. <laughs> Oh my god! I totally th- interrupted your flow, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's so, um, but no, but I mean that's really what it is. That's my flow on it. Is it's just wh- why does it come from this? Like, I I don't know. It the whole thing is just kind of random and weird. Thank you. As as per usual for season five, honestly. Well, true. I mean, you know, if I if I may, just the whole I- situation just doesn't make much sense. And and you know, you brought up the fact that uh, Sweaty Wheats is dead, and he's lamenting that, which I, I get it. That's why he's in this slum. Um, you know, he's just being depressed as shit. But like, didn't you just sort of get back with Margaret? Not back with her. I mean, they were doing business, but that's my thing. Why did you even bring all that shit up if he's just going to go, you know, he's you super depressed. You were just depressed. at a restaurant getting wine drunk with him. Yeah, mother. like, you were just fine, and now you're super depressed about Sweaty Wheats, and you're going into this slum, this uh, fucking bar, getting wasted and hooking up with the regulars down there at the bar. Like, the reg. what? <laughs> the, the regs. <laughs> if I, if I um, could try and, like, defend... Why? Why this is a, a storyline, and it's it's very sloppily mm. done. To your point, and there's a lot of stuff that happens in this episode that you don't even get to realize until the series ends, right? Okay. So, part of and this this episode as a whole, in terms of our two big characters and our two big storylines, sort of go away. We have Van Alden gone. I'm sorry. Um, right. Agent Michael Shannon. Agent Michael Shannon. Thank you. Chalky. I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I think, and and it's sort of set up, and it, like this is, I, I'm really not spoiling anything, but it just to maybe understand that as a whole, this episode's almost like, all right, we cleared the space. We're done with Chalky. We're done with the Narcisse. Right. We're done with the Van Alden. Uh, Michael, Agent Michael Shannon. Fuck. And now, like we've we've um, grieved on this sweaty wheats. Now it's time to, and like you see, you see, fucking, how funny is that? Mickey Doyle fucking rounding up the troops, and it's like, what the fuck yeah. are you doing? Of all people, yeah. Right? Once again, yeah, Mickey over here surprising. I think it's sort of like, and, and I hate, I hate going back to the well, but it, it just it makes sense. It makes more sense than what I'm trying to say. Kind of like Game of Thrones, you have the long night, you have the war versus the White Walkers. We've cleared everything. Now we can deal with what we need right. to deal with. So if I could right. if I could give any defense, it's the show like dealt with what it need to dealt with, and now we can move on to the actual important stuff and get rid of all this right. riffraff. Which which does make okay. sense, you know it do, it does make sense. I just again, you're not like, wrong. These characters we've loved since season yep, one. Yep, like these are the people that we wanted to see something spectacular mm-hmm. from, and the end was just not enough for me i am not satiated you're not wrong i I get it i really do get it despite the defending it sounds like i try to keep throwing out there right no 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 no. yeah i got yeah no i i agree like oh god i'm like being such a host right now i agree with both of (laughs) y'all good points on both sides right now (laughs) yeah i definitely like i agree like 
I don't know. I agree with Como more on this. It's sure. Just, it's just, it, it's, it's. I'm just laughing. <laughs> I was like, oh, take your yeah. side. Okay. <laughs> it's just, I'm just I, the idiot. I, I just, <laughs> no, <laughs> the idiot from Florida. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's no, I, I like I, I do see where Victor's coming from because, in, and that goes in with my view on this whole thing is that they had this sh- whole thing anticipated for like two more seasons. Right. Right. Like I, I do believe that the writer, writers truly intended for a non-long season. They didn't want fifteen seasons of Boardwalk Empire. Right. I believe, and, that I, the and writers they absolutely. I feel like had they dragged it out any further, they could have screwed it up royally because that's what happens. Like, yeah. you drag right. it out, you start you start making stupid shit up. Yeah, <laughs> I think honestly, I think the writers probably anticipated like seven seasons. Right, I think that that's what they anticipated: six or seven seasons. And they were like, "Hey, we want this amount. We're done and over with. Hands clear." Right, right. Just the same that like a bunch of other HBO shows have done mm-hmm. S- Sopranos and, and Victor. Cause like I said, we've never watched it. How many seasons of Soprano? Uh, so it does like the weird breaking bad thing. It's actually seven seasons, but season six gets broken up into two parts. Like, okay. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. So part one, part two, breaking bad, same thing. Seven seasons, part one, part two. Okay. Um, six feet under six seasons. A lot of HBO was always known for, look, this is what you're going to get, and then right. this is it. And I think that they went into this knowing that, and, and they, then they got always, cut short. They got, it got cut royally short. Right. So okay. I do agree with where Victor's coming from on it, but I agree, like, like I said, I'm so political right now. But I, I agree with you because I yeah. feel I, I feel your mentality more in this because I'm just like, no, you're you're still forcing a hand that doesn't need to be dealt at this point. I'm just so, pissed because they off my boy unceremoniously. I will. On, and, and once we'll we get, get to that. It. Yeah. Once we get I to that, we'll honestly, he did. He did. Uh, Michael Shannon brought brought the shit <laughs> for his scene. I have so much to say on that, though. I have so much to say. Colton, Colton, as the host, you better ring us in because I'm about to blow. Like, I need to talk about it, man. (laughs) Chris brought it up, and I'm like like a dog right here. Like, let's go. I'm ready ready to talk. Let's go. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. (laughs) Yeah. Okay? Because when we come back, we're going to be talking about Agent Michael Shannon and Chalky. Okay? We're going to do a quick little break. We're not going to learn about dick (laughs) on this break. (laughs) And when we come back, we'll do a little bit of more chin wagging. All right. Sounds good.
sucking that robot dick. <laughs> I'm live. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. You ever have robot dick? No, I have not. <laughs> so good. Gets in your lungs and shit. <laughs> All right. So uh, with that being said, we're going to leave that in, by the way. Um, we are live and we are back. <laughs> All right, we're back to the second half of bootlegging a Boardwalk Empire podcast. Um, all right, so for this half, we're just honestly going to talk about – we have nothing else to talk about other than the – well, okay, I say that we, we're we going to start with young Nucky, okay? We're going to mm-hmm. talk with Nucky uh, .5, but then we're going to talk about the two big storylines. I want to start with young Nucky and just get it done and over with, okay? Yeah. Because honestly, this storyline pisses me off. I I don't want this. I I understand that this is a big consecutive thing going on, and I'm going to explain my reason why it pisses me off. And I may be I may be a person that's different because of my profession that I've done and stuff like that. But um, I want to talk about that, and then I want to talk about the two big events. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, young Nucky to start out with is. Um, there's been a thief on the boardwalk and he also is talking with Eli, which can we right. all of us agree after they got to play Eli? Good choice. He was pretty good. Um, right. You know, compared to the actor they got for Nucky, he was overshadowed for sure. Cause the mm-hmm. actor they got to do Nucky was, is really great. I, I really, really like who they got for. And I mentioned last week, um, or I'm Same sorry. Thing, no, yeah. Uh, I mentioned it last time that, um, it's a uh, the kid from Sleepy Hollow, Tim Burton's right. Sleepy Hollow, which was pretty cool. I didn't, I knew, I I knew I recognized him, but um, he was very good at uh, replicating all of his mannerisms and his speech yes. and that kind of thing. Um, the Eli character, I could hear he was trying to replicate Eli's talking, but it just didn't come across as as clearly as okay. Young Nucky's did. So. It was it was good. It was good. I'm not I'm not uh, saying it was trash. It was very good, but um, comparatively like said, overshadowed. To other sh- comparatively <laughs> to other shows, this is a really good. It's a really yeah. good one, though, right? Yeah. Like we, because I, I want to give the show credit where credit is due. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right, and so with a lot of times where it'll be like, oh, we're going to show this person in the past, and it's like a white guy, and it's like, well, we're going to yeah. show this, this kid <laughs> in the past, and it's an Asian kid. Well, what? Like, yeah. Hold on. You know, like or it's, it's like, somebody... uh, or it's like um, Eli's kid. What what was his name? Oh, oh God. Um, where uh, they Mark? switched the actor, no. and it was just like so jarring that it was like, what? The Why? same as uh, uh, Roseanne <laughs> when they switched the two. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, oh my God! What is? Yeah, her it name? was the older Becky. daughter, the two yeah. Beckys, and it just was like, okay, you went from a blonde to a brunette, yeah, and you, and you lost three inches in height. Okay, <laughs> so. To give credit where credit's due on this one, we can agree. It, okay, it's not as good as Nucky, but it's it's a good casting it's good. choice, right? Yeah, they kind of have the same appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like it. I don't know watching young Nucky and watching young Eli interact. It was honestly kind of like watching Steve Buscemi and Eli um, yeah. Eli acting. Um, I can't. What's his name? Shea um, Shea Shea Wigert. Wigburn? Wigburn? Yeah, something right? like that. Yeah. Something like that. Okay, so watch but watching them and it was kind of the same thing like watching. It was it was that is a nice little refreshing like jo- jovialness to the show, right? Right. Um so 
we find out that there is a um, a thief on the boardwalk, and Nucky's trying to stop him. Mm-hmm. The big reveal at the end of this. Now, does anybody have anything other than the big reveal to say about past Nucky? Other um, than, I mean, he's uh, we find out that. Um, uh, oh my God, I cannot. What is his wife's name? Who's Nucky's? Whose wife? Nucky's oh, wife. Uh, Victoria. No, his. Uh, oh, Isabel. Isabel. Annabelle. Mabel. 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 Wow. Uh, we went Mabel through all is, of the names. <laughs> Mabel is pregnant. <laughs> I went through every bell possible. <laughs> every old-timey name ever. Um, Mabel is pregnant, which we yes. know that this is going to be happening. Right. And that's all that we know right now. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, does anybody else have anything else to say on this before I get into what's um, going to happen? I was at a, a, a little bit of a, a muddy, muddy footprints moment. Okay, um, no, that, that, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Between because, like you said, we got to see um, Eli and uh, Enoch because you don't call him Nucky. Um, <laughs> that is right. It's Enoch. It's Enoch. Um, we got to see them interact. Um, oh, I forgot about. I actually did forget about that. Yeah, because yeah, he's uh, he I, had to do Nucky, a speech. I, I smoke cigars. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Um, here we see the first of many, many instances of uh, Eli asking Nucky for a leg up. Like, can you can you get me into this? Can you help me out here? Oh, that's a good observation. I think, I think that was a good... Uh, I, I think they put that there purposely because now we find out that Eli's in big trouble now. So, I mean... Yes. And he... Uh, I don't see a way out for him. So, obviously, he's going to run to... Big brother again for for help out of this. I'm I thinking tie those two together. Uh, yeah, that that's very. The... I Victor shaking his head like yes. I was. Just, <laughs> I honestly had not tied those two together. That's a very good observation. So yeah, we we see that, and it, I I feel like that's kind of laying some groundwork for uh, what's going to come next in in their relationship, um, which is again Eli. You know he needs help, and Nucky's probably right. the, the, the the best bet for him at this point. <coughs> Okay, um, Victor, did you have anything to say then? I wanted to jump on what you guys were talking about last week and you brought it on here. It is, honestly, like if I sat down and wrote everything that this show did good, I don't think they ever are going to top how great Mark Pickering is as fucking young Nucky. Yeah. It's shocking. It's super good. It's like, you guys talked about it a lot and you talked about it here of like, what a good job. It's fucking, honestly, it's like one of like, Holy shit, how do they fucking nail this so good? Right. It's the only reason why that storyline is redeemable. Right, no, it is. Because they're doing everything we already know, you know? Uh-huh. We already know, like, I guess I guess an, um, an important question to ask Chris is, Chris, do you n- remember what happens to Jillian now that she's introduced into the storyline? Yes. Because I don't want to, like, okay. Like... <laughs> There's a moment where, and and we're crossing storylines when Nucky wakes up, and he's speaking to uh, whatever that yes. kid's name is, and mm-hmm. he goes, "You stupid fucking child! Why would you, Why trust, would you me? trust me?" Yeah, and he's thinking about Jillian here, right? You know, and that's sort of like holy shit. They're like now they're like they're finally like tying all the storylines together. Right. Um, and, and another thing I went to like Chris was so on point when it's like you kind of look at here he is like begging Nucky to like help him right. and like. Also, in the other storyline, and we'll talk about it, 
there he is, like, Nucky's also bailing him out without even being there. Right. You know, because he's like, the only reason why he's alive is because of Nucky. Right. If not, right after they cap uh, Agent Agent Michael Shannon, they're going to cap him. The only thing that keeps him alive, and it's kind of like Nucky says here, just trust me. Like, it's the only reason. So it's kind of cool to see that, like, this is like, I think, to your guys' point, it's like, what the fuck with these storylines? And you guys are right. This is like the first episode where it's like you can reflect off the flashbacks, right? Yeah. And they tie and they tie it into Nucky waking up, and it's like uh, it's hard to talk about. Imagine the guilt that's on Nucky's mind where he wakes up and he thinks he's like still talking to Jillian. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like that's that's a crazy amount of guilt yeah. that he has. Um, so I thought it was just kind of cool to see that. Is really all I have for that story. Yeah. And again. How fucking amazing is young Nucky? That shit's crazy. <laughs> right. No, and I agree fully. His character, I have nothing on it. The way they introduced Jillian, that part I have some issues with. I, and I How come? I just I wish it had been done differently. I don't know. I just the way she's being introduced, I I feel it's it's being forced. Well I, and see I, it, that's the thing is that so we've already been told the story about how Jillian met the Commodore. We've been told that story. This, Literally by Jillian. Yeah, this does not match up. <laughs> right. So what do you mean? Well, we're told that by Jillian that the Commodore saw me like from across the crowd and said, yeah. I want her. And Nucky went and got her and brought her to him. But here we see Nucky, like, met this girl dressed as a boy, stealing shit from the boardwalk and and patrons from the boardwalk. Like, unless they set up a scene in the next episode um, to corroborate the story, then... I mean, okay, then Jillian's a liar, which we already fucking know that, because fuck Jillian. <laughs> but <laughs> It was going to get in here somehow. It was gonna be some- Even as a kid, <laughs> fuck Jillian. <laughs> there's, there's a scene that fuck Jillian in every episode. That you guys. Every episode. It's going to get and, there. Go back and look for him. Um, <laughs> that lying bitch. <laughs> but, um, but again, you know, it's it's... From I know from Virgin Eyes, this is a discontinuous storyline in a show that's not known for being discontinuous with their storylines. So it's a bit it threw me off a little bit. Now to be fair, the show has not shown her meet the Commodore yet. No. No. We're 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 going off stories from a lying bitch, so <laughs> <laughs> So um we to give credit to the show, they have not shown her meet the Commodore yet. So there's still that that chance that that is how that is going to happen. Right. Okay? My issue is, is let's say that that is how that that, that, that is what is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's say that that is how that's going to happen. You're going to go from this to that? That's my issue. Yeah. Okay. Well, well now, how, how do you mean, but, though? Like, just in the in the sense that... When he found Jillian, this is what uh, here. Here was my problem: is that he finds Jillian. Like I said, she's dressed like a boy, like a vagabond, just stealing shit. Is that that's not what the Commodore is looking for? And we know that because we've been shown what the Commodore is looking for. Well, and I've already gone. So how does that connect? I've already gone into my complaint because of my experience that I wish that they 
honestly had made the Commodore just obsessed with her versus making the right. Commodore a pedophile. It makes no logical right. sense. Which, yeah, we talked about that before that yeah, because like, it doesn't really it, it doesn't mesh as well. It doesn't, um, because if the Commodore was a pedophile, he wouldn't be so infatuated with Jillian when she's an right. adult. Right. So that's been my biggest complaint on this. Now, like I said, we'll find out next episode, I'm imagining, mm-hmm. maybe what's going to happen. So maybe they do still meet that way, but then how do you get that way You know, from this, this episode? So maybe I that's going to happen. I think we're missing the main question, though, and that is, why do we care? <laughs> like we don't no and to be fair and to be and to give you credit where credit's due on that part of it it like it, that storyline died with Richard I'm sorry I just don't care <laughs> I don't I don't blame you on it Victor do you have anything I I have to keep quiet because like you know you I, maybe there's something yeah, yeah, explosive I, in the next two you're, you're you're so like. If we're recording this the night this so this episode aired on October twelfth, twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. If we were recording on October twelfth, like I kind of be right there with you. Yeah. Except I know how it plays out, so I don't okay. really want to say anything. Well that that um, kind of gives me hope because I don't want the show to be bad. I don't want we've we've invested so much into this character already. Yes. Like I want something good to happen from it. I just don't like that we haven't had anything super substantial with this yet. Like we're I this think the far only in. The only problem, like as as, and this is what happens when you do a podcast, um, you don't get to go back and like revise your thoughts. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like it's like why do they capture Ned Stark? They can't do anything. And it's like oh well, that's why. You know what I'm saying? Like so, you're kind of at this point where you're like you're trying to answer these questions, but all the answers are on the other side, okay. and next week's the other side. You know what I mean? So it's like you, and that's why I say like Chris is like the main yeah. cog in this wheel here because it's like. What he's thinking is what we're supposed to be talking about. And I feel um, like I feel like I've done that before. Where like the next episode, I'm like, "Hey guys, <laughs> I was wrong." <laughs> the death of Jimmy. I remember yeah. specifically the death yeah. of Jimmy. You were like, "Well, you see that happening." I watched the next episode. <laughs> hey guys, Chris here. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. mm. This is my apology <laughs> video. Jimmy's not in Don't season three. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep quiet on what you're saying. Um, Dan, there was something I had to say, but I, I forgot it. But you're right and you're wrong in just in terms of like how it's gonna level. Well, and that's level good. That, that gives me out. hope because, like I said, I, I don't want that storyline to suck. Because in fact, I feel like I was super invested in it um, up until Richard's death. Like I wanted to see more of that storyline, even though I hate Jillian. <laughs> I wanted to see it. Uh, I wanted to see how it wrapped up. So I'm hoping that I get something more out of that. I mean, I'm assuming I have to because there's still loose ends there, and they're obviously yeah. not opposed to tying up loose ends any way they can at this point. <laughs> so here's my prediction on Chris's feelings: is that when the payout comes, you guys already are at a point where it's like, eh. <laughs> and then, like when they finally give you the reason, you're going to be like, "Eh, okay." Like you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's like, uh, like you guys are there already. Yeah, that was and the, say, it's that's, the show's that's the fault for that's not the theme for of not season br- five is eh. right. Season, yeah, I think that's so. It's most, like finally when they the give when they roll out description of season five I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's just, eh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like when they roll it out as to why, like they, when you're asking why and when they give you the why, you're going to be like, ah, too late, too little, too late. And I mean, I, I, I'm assuming we're about to go into some more of that here with the, uh, the two big reveals this episode. Just the, eh, okay. okay. And on that, um, we're going to transition to my favorite storyline of the episode. Okay. Now, I hated this originally. I did. But I actually really like it now. And I will go into why I do. I want to talk about Agent Michael Shannon. Okay. Because his is the my favorite storyline. And then I want to end with Chalky because Chalky's is my least favorite. Of the entire episode, Chalky is my least favorite. And I will, I'll get into that at the yeah. end. Oh, I have plenty. <laughs> I want to talk about Agent Michael Shannon because his is my favorite. Okay. It's like, hey, guys, just to warn you ahead of time, we're now into the uh, bootlegging a bitching <laughs> podcast. Yes. Oh, I have so many bourbon and cokes in me right now. So, <laughs> so Agent Michael Shannon, and we. Okay, how am I? Oh fuck! How am I going to start this? Okay, so him and Eli are—they're um, doing their um, their their undercover work for the uh, yeah they're being probie, strong the probie by department. The, okay, yeah. and they're trying to get um, the tax documents out of the safe. For Al yes. Capone, okay? Yeah, the ledgers. The ledgers. <clears throat> um, so they go over to um, their, to Al Capone's uh, hotel room, apartment, whatever you want to call it, and they're honestly doing really good at working their way in. They're, like, lying, but they're doing Dude, a good story. Like, oh, like... We, not we, even we that, but, like, when we first see them, they're, like, going step-by-step step through their plan. Like, they have it timed down. Yes. But then right at the end, after they're reciting, they're like, we haven't thought this through enough. Like, what? <laughs> like, you guys now, got this down to a T. <laughs> and this is where I love Michael Shannon. But that's Agent actor. Michael Shannon. Michael that's... Shannon is an amazing actor. When he even says, like, when they're doing it, at one point, he's just like, we haven't thought this through. The way he presents everything, I'm like, God, I love you as an actor. Yep. He's so good. Okay. And that's his character, yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, like, this dude is always overprepared. Like overly overprepared. He wants to know time, right. what, what is their hair color? What hand do they use? Like yeah. it's over the top. So they almost get their way in. Now, <laughs> to be fair, okay, to put a little bit of humor on this because when I watched this, I was like, wait a minute, what? Do you think that the they okay? So they're not letting them into Al Capone's office. Because they're like, right. well, the big boss isn't here, right? And then we find out that Frank is fucking a girl on the desk, right? Right. Did the other people know that? Or was that like as big of a surprise? I mean, they had to have, right? But they were acting think, like they didn't know anyone I don't was think in they there. did. I think he went through like a side room or something. I was going to say, like, in my head, that's what I think. These dudes it's, saw the maid walk in <laughs> and disappear <laughs> for, how I don't know, 10 minutes. Uh, I don't, but why wouldn't they tell them? They'd be like, look, hey, Frank's <laughs> Frank's in there doing business. That's all they had to say. Yeah, right. I don't think uh, that's just in my head. In my head, I like to think that there's a secret sex entrance that only like, <laughs> Frank and Al know about. <laughs> I feel like there's just always sex going on, so it's like a it's like a coin flip. Like, <laughs> if there's someone in there fucking or you just not, need to like, assume at any given time. Yeah, like yeah, just assume all the time. Yeah, just assume <laughs> all the time. 
cheeks clapping no matter what. <laughs> so, yeah, no matter what, there's there's ankles grabbing. So, and I like when this happens when. This is where I also like Michael Shane because he was like, I'd be immediately like, we've completely misinterpreted the situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. The look or, on his face just is always <laughs> so perfect. So they go into their uh, negotiation with what's happening because obviously everybody suspects what they're up, what they're up to. Okay. Right. Um, They bring in. And I don't remember his name, but they bring in the undercover uh, probie agent who yes. has enlisted them to do this. And we at one point think he's going to get out. They're all going to get out, right? Al Capone comes in. And that's what I was saying earlier. Like, they really built the suspense for this part very That's well. why I wanted to ask I you, will so say what that. did you think what was going to happen right before the big event? What did you think was going to happen? Well, I thought the probie was going to, you know, just walk him right out and then... Boom, in walks an owl just to throw a wrench in that whole plan. Like it was, they, they, they put us through a roller coaster on this one because, you know, we thought they were going to go in, execute their plan just fine. But here's this dude fucking in the office. So there's one wrench. Then, um, they're, they're held there until the probie comes and he's like, okay, I'm going to take them away and take care of them. Obviously like, okay, cool. He's going to take care of it. He's going to get them out of there, not murder them because they're working for him. But then, boom, Al Capone comes in. It's like, shit, <laughs> they were scot-free, but now now it's all screwed up again. Another wrench. And, but to then Chris's even... credit. Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. I was going to say, to your credit, as someone who knows what happens in the show and I could almost I could have almost done the podcast without watching, I even, when Al Capone walked in, I went, <gasps> Yeah, like, like it's, oh my god, fuck! It, in my head, just, they got away. Like, yeah, like yeah. you were relieved, yeah. and then instantly they took yeah. that away yeah. from you, and it was yeah. great. Honestly, as like, somebody yeah. that watched really this episode three times before doing this podcast, that is how I felt every time Al Capone walked in. My gut drops every it's fucking like, time. Shit. They were they were so close. <laughs> yeah. They were so exactly. fucking close. Um, but then, yeah, he, he bursts in and even during his speech, he's talking to them like they're still his boys. Like, he's like, why would you do this? Like, aren't we friends? You steal from your friends. Like he's talking to them more rationally than I've seen him talk to anybody, but his brother in the last two seasons. So even there, like even in his speech, they give, they give the audience a little bit of hope. That nothing bad's going to happen to your two boys right here, your agent Michael Shannon and Eli. Nothing bad's going to happen because he still, you know, he still believes that they were on his side. But then, uh, Colton, you can you can go ahead and <laughs> now. Did at any point I will give the, I, I will say this of all the deaths that we have seen mm-hmm. one Michael Shannon's is. It's not the most graphic, but it's one of the most graphic. Can we agree on that? Because the fact that we see I don't his know, eye- man. There's been some graphic deaths in this show. <laughs> like Eli beating that alderman to death. Like I don't know, something about seeing his eye blown out. It just I think it I think it's I think part of it is the shock. Yeah. Because he's screaming, yeah. I'm Agent Michael Shannon, and, oh. Michael Casper Shannon, and I'm not, I swear upon the God. Boom. That. It's really like a, yeah. what the Maybe hell? That's what I think, is. I think like, if you took away like the surprise element of it, you'd be like, oh, he got shot. Right. But to your point, because in my head, 
in my head, it's like, oh, this is one of the most gruesome deaths. But like, Chris is right. That motherfucker got beat to death, and you see like his face get swollen True, at the end of yeah. season four. True, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, no, no. Um, and, and, and and I don't want to say he is not the most gruesome death. Trust me, not not at all. It's 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 up there. Yeah, it's not the most. I would but it's definitely it's, up. It's top five. I think it's equivalent to Jimmy. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's yeah. my. I think it's equivalent to Jimmy. And it's because yeah. they and and they show it, and I feel like they did that on purpose just to just to get the point across that like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh no, no, you, Agent you Michael Shannon to, is he's gone. Dead. <laughs> yeah, no, a, he's not going to be in next episode. Okay, right. So <laughs> now yeah, he's definitely dead. he's definitely dead. It's fine. <laughs> now the other thing I really do like about this is I like that he like he like takes who he is because at the same time, even though he's dead. I'm just like, you know what? He died, and we know why he died. He stood the like, fuck up. He knocked the gun out of Al, Al Capone's hand, almost killed him. Like, he He, he got killed by fighting. another probie agent. Yeah, yeah. Al Capone didn't kill him. He got killed by one of his own people. He would have killed Which Capone almost, had that dude not stepped in. Like that's it's almost as surprising that the that the probie agent that was is the one very who killed surprising. him. That was very right because it's like you, you think it's you think it's his brother, yeah. or another Capone, yeah. but no. it's the fucking yeah. Because they all cowered out. That's what it is, and that's what I honestly like about. It. And that's where I'm not mad about. I am not mad about Michael Shannon's character dying. I'm not like as much as I like his character, and as much as I wish he he was alive at the end. I'm not mad that his character died because when I look at his death over the great, the same as Jimmy. I'm not mad about Jimmy's death. I'm, I will never be mad about that. Same as Michael Shannon. I am not mad about Michael Shannon's death. Now, we're going to talk about another death later on that I am, bad, am mad about. But And I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I, I don't dislike his death scene. It was a great scene. I'm mad what that he's I don't dead, like is that... but I'm not mad about how. No. I'm sorry. Uh, no, well, go, I, go ahead. Go even ahead, then, ahead. like, that's fine to, to, to off him at this point because... Honestly, it was probably going to happen already anyway. I mean, we saw all right. the signs. It was coming. But what I don't like is that they introduced all these new storylines concerning him and Eli. For what? Like, and again, this might be another one of those, you know, situations where I'm going to be back next time and be like, guys, I just watched the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I feel like that might be the, the case, but... Right now, from what I know, it it doesn't make sense that they had all of these extra steps in between with Eli and Agent Michael Shannon. Like, why introduce all that shit in the last season? Like, it doesn't, it doesn't, it, it make no sense to me. It just didn't make no sense. I'll give you credit on that part of it. The affair with his wife and everything like that. It doesn't, it doesn't add in at this point. I'll give you credit there. 100% agree. I just don't I I just don't get it. I'm just saying my whole thing is is just taking his who he is and not only that because killing Michael Shannon now the probie has his ledgers. So ultimately Michael right. Shannon won. Right. By dying he won. And so that's where I'm kind of like, you know what? I'll honestly forgive everything else at that point because Michael Shannon. I mean, won. 
if you're telling it cost me his life. it cost his life, but he still won. If you're comparing Michael Shannon to Jesus, then okay, let's let's go. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, I will do that every day of the week. <laughs> if you're telling me that Michael Shannon had to sacrifice himself to save humanity from Al Capone, <laughs> then okay, <laughs> I'll do it every day of the week. First, te- first testament of the Holy Bible, according to Agent Michael Shannon, every day of the week I will do that. The Church of Shannon. <laughs> the Church of Shannon. If I'm if I could talk about a few things. <laughs> I'm a beast of I'm a Shannon. <laughs> one of I was talking about in the first part of the podcast that one of the funniest lines of this episode was you could take a spoon and fucking shovel shit out of my yeah. ass. The the line in this episode, and only because I don't have my um Agent Michael Shannon's full line. I wanted to like do like um, cosplay here, but role play rather. <laughs> the line where he's like, you, "You," he's like, "I was having problems at home," and then Eli just goes, "I can vouch for I that." I can vouch for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they did. That and is they, such it a was, great... and that's why that this scene was very masterfully crafted. They threw in yes. a couple of things just to like lighten up the mood, just to pull us back again. Like uh, that's why I was saying like they put us through a roller coaster on this one. Like. The, the the suspense was up and then it was down. Then they broke it up with some lighthearted banter between the two, and just to end it with Michael Shannon getting shot in the back of the head, like <laughs> it was just blowing his head off. It was crazy. Let it, me, it was all over. Let the place. me. Uh, when yeah, uh, I think I think it was last episode. You guys both had some crazy trivia that I didn't even know, and I forget what it was, but it, it was it was decent trivia for the episode. Uh, just while we were talking, I was looking over shit. The remember like the two Hollywood like because while all this is going yes, on in the yeah. other room is like these two Hollywood people yeah. who come in that's with do you know and I, I only know this because I looked it up right um, that one of the stars he says his name is Paul Mooney yes and I've been googling Paul Mooney all night and it's not and it's not until I went onto the Wikipedia page that I found like his name is not M O O M O O N E Y it's M U N I that Paul Mooney is the guy who eventually plays Scarface. You know, like Scarface was made in like the early yeah. 30s or whatever. What? Really? He's like, yeah, he's the guy. Because he says, he's like, yeah, he's going to come in. He's going to play me. Or he says something to that yeah, effect. Yeah, yeah. That they're going to make yeah, a movie they got, about they, me. They got a big star for him to, to play me in the movie. Because, I mean, and That's he mentioned That's the guy that who eventually episode, plays him. Yeah, that uh, right. he's been talking to some Hollywood types to make a movie out of me. And, yeah, here's really? the exact. And, and the other guy. They, they were both in Scarface. Yeah. Huh. And again, I don't know this off the top of my head. I don't want to sound like I'm smarter than I am just because I fucking Googled it, you know. No, I don't want to Google that. Like, I actually want to research that. That's interesting. They were both in. They were both in Scarface, so it kind of like it. Uh, they are paying like homage to history or whatever. Um, and then the funny, and then another funny scene is that after the killing happens, they cut the camera to those actors on the couch, and they look so scared. Yeah. That's just fucking great yeah. shit. Just like but Colton, something like like oh. yeah, I know they're like. I, I mean, imagine you just I, in the other room. No, they, they don't know what happened. They turned the radio up. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Where they're like, turn the radio up. Like, that's not gonna covered cover up the gunshot. <laughs> okay. As somebody that worked in the firearms industry for a long time, you cannot distinguish, a, you cannot drown out a firearm sound. Yeah, ever. even wearing the, the noise-canceling headphones, you still you hear still that shit. You still not. Okay, and then they have 1911s, okay? Yeah. So it's a forty-five. <laughs> 
And I was just like, you turn up the thing. I was like, you're not drowning out anything. It's going to be like, <laughs> like you're going to hear like, music in the background going like, da, 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 da. And then I'll say, bam, bam, da, 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 da. You will never drown out of that sound. So he, like, I pokes was, his head out. That it's part of the funny. song. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. No. And then the other thing, Colton, you do it every episode, and you didn't do it this episode, and I was waiting for it, but just in terms of the episode title, The oh, Devil right. You May Know. Oh, um, yes. I actually did not go over that. The right, Just in terms of like, so I, I kind of knew what the title meant, but I never like actually looked it up. Do you know like what the full like, the full saying is? Mm, no, I don't. I've heard it before, but, but I can't remember it now. Yeah, like uh, uh, that's where I was. Like I know it, but I don't know the whole yeah. thing. But it's better the oh, devil so it's you know a than the thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Guatemalan scripture <laughs> for all you non-Guatemalans. Out there. <laughs> better the devil you know than the devil you don't. Yes. Okay. And then to explain it means you would prefer to have contact with or do business with a person you already know, even though you don't uh. like them, than a person you don't know. Okay. So that applies to me. It applies to both the, uh, Agent Michael Shannon yes. and Chalky this episode. Yes. Interesting. In terms of Van Alden, I'm sorry, fuck Agent Michael Shannon. <laughs> um, like, I, I kind of took it as he's better off outing himself than living this like terrible double life yeah. down the shithole life he's leaving. So it's like, how do we first meet my, Agent Michael Shannon? Fucking crazy FBI Street agent. Tie. How does he die? Yeah. A fucking crazy... Like, like you know, he kind of, like, reverts to form. And that's the devil he knows. Like, he only knows to be... This is like a shell life he's been living, like, the past few seasons. Yeah, right. You know, think about him fucking an iron salesman, a fucking maniac, right. you know? Um, and I just, like... And, and I could talk about it more when we get to Chalky, but just the idea, like, that's... It's the one rare time... Because... Every episode, if there's nothing I agree with you guys more on, is that, like, the name of the episode is fucking can inside of a bleach washer dryer. And right. you're like, what, is this? <laughs> right. what does this have to do with anything? You know? Yeah, you're right. This actually, is, like, the first one... episode title that's, like, Devil You May Know, and it yeah, fucking and applies. It applies to every that's part of why line. I think this is, like, one of, like, the better episodes. And it, actually, like, now that you and, bring it up, it does apply to Nucky's storyline as well, because... Go ahead, because I, I was trying to come up with every one, one for everyone, and I got like got places, and then like I kind of like just like, eh, that doesn't well, make any sense. Well, and I feel sense. like I would love to hear. He it. even starts talking, uh, like you said, he he starts uh, talking to this kid that he you know just hired, saying like, "You stupid fucking kid, why would you trust me?" Like he he already knows that he is he's the devil. Like he in his right, head, right. Uh, has already placed himself there and so he starts telling this kid like you shouldn't uh, don't trust me but he absolutely did that <laughs> with this with this other kid with Jillian so um, you know I feel like it kind of applies to him as well and not only on that term but with Eli also because Eli keeps going back to Nucky Despite you know what all the fucking over I, that Nucky has done to him, <laughs> like I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't bring it together for the other characters. I only took like, again, like I said, uh, great point because like, and they show it in when he's young, and then again when yeah. he's older. Like, yeah, he, that's he such keeps a great like point. hooking him up, but not really. <laughs> like every time the trouble comes, Nucky's 
absolutely willing to fuck over his brother and just be like, whatever, <laughs> go to hell. You did this on your own. So like it, it, it does kind of apply to all of these characters. And yeah, I feel like, man, Colton, you fucked up. We should have talked about this at the beginning. <laughs> Well, I can't help it that like, I Like, this absolutely... This I, is didn't the want first... to, I didn't want to interrupt, because I thought you were going to get there, but eventually I knew we were going to get This is the here. first title in this season where it really does apply again. Like, they went back to their roots See, for that I one. didn't know that it's a title. <laughs> so apparently this is some Guatemalan thing. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a pretty, it's a pretty popular Guatemalan saying. Yeah, apparently. So... Um, I didn't. I didn't know that Boardwalk Empire went into Guatemalan culture like this. But <laughs> I am sorry. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's it's I, I'm it, it's nice to see them go back to their roots of you know pulling a title from things that apply to the storyline instead of just some random horse shit that <laughs> they said one time in the episode. Almost every episode, it's like fucking a toaster can inside a refrigerator. Yeah. And like it's like, how the hell does this apply? One thing you guys touched upon earlier, one of your early episodes, probably was like the first episode. And at the time, it was huge fucking news. The guy that got to play Elliot Ness. And you're like, Elliot Ness is here? Shit's about to yeah, go down. Right. And that guy is never seen. I think he's actually mentioned in this episode. Yes, he is. Uh... He is right. Eli, Eli or, mentions uh, him. Eli, is, is it Eli? It's, yeah. I was like, it's either Eli or uh, Eli uh, does. Michael Shannon that says it. And the reason why it was big news was because the guy who they got hired to play him. I don't think either of you have watched The Wire. No, no, no. I haven't. Uh-huh. But the guy, the guy they got to him is a huge character in The Wire. Huh. And like, and a, a cult, and we always talk about this. Right. HBO just recycles their own people. You know, uh, Jeffrey Wright Narcisse is in. Uh, fucking Westworld, yes. like all these, all right. these people just keep circling. So many people from Sopranos are in this, um, but that guy, his name is uh, Jim Frost. He was a huge oh, character in The Wire. Oh. Was that really him? Oh, it, I, I know him. What do you know him from? Where, where did I see him? Because I don't know if he's done anything besides I him fucking up for some reason. I think The Wire and this. Has he done like? I'm curious what you know. Because I'm, I'm I mean, really big into like recognizing voices and stuff like that, and I feel like I've looked him up before. He's in my history. I'm, I wonder what else he's done. I'm, I'm look. I mean, looks. Wow, he did a bunch of television. Um, I don't know. I'm curious where you, you where you know him from. I feel like I recognize that name. Maybe I'm just completely he, making it up, but <laughs> <laughs> but I swear I, I feel like I, I, I looked him up at some point because it's in my search history. But I mean, he's he's a huge character in the wire. So when he got announced as Elliot Ness, you're like, there's no way he's going to have a 15 second scene, and then that's it. And no, he has a 15 second scene, and that's it. (laughs) And that's like, and that's to your guy to your guy's point of like season five is very eh. That was like a huge fucking smack in the face where it's just like, and that's the thing is like as I was watching this episode and Eli mentioned him, I'm I feel like there's maybe a bit of a spoiler in this conversation, but. I thought that he was going to come back as, you know, a bigger part of the series, considering <laughs> Al Capone is in this fucking show. <laughs> right. I think, right. honestly, what I think, this is just, and, I, and the reason I'm saying this is because I thought this when the, when the show aired live. Because right now, where we're watching it, um, the same as Victor, I watched this live. Mm-hmm. And I, so I don't know if Victor thought this when he was watching it, but I know for a fact that I was, is I thought that they were, uh, 
there was I was like, there's no way that they are going to tie. Um, uh, oh, f- I cannot fucking think of the name. What's the name of the movie? Um, the Expendables. The Expendables. Yes. The Untouchables. And uh, 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 the Untouchables. I was like, there is Sylvester Sloan. Yeah, we we went there's over no this way last they're episode. Tie that into it. <laughs> um, the Untouchables. I was like, there's no way they're going to try to tie the Untouchables into this. I was like, so once they started mentioning Elliot Ness, I was like, they're just doing this for fake, basically a name recognition, and that's it. And that's then that's what they're that's what they're doing. They're just doing it for a name oh, recognition, and then that's it. <laughs> and and I, I the reason I say that, like I said, is I thought that the when I watched this live, I really did. I was like, this is not something. I we are not going to get an episode of um, the Expendables. We are not going to get that. We're not going to have the Sean Connery getting machine gun down. Right. We're not going to have. This going on, we're not gonna have. I just want to see Kevin Costner again. The, um, amazing. <laughs> that, okay, the slow mo in the the slow mo in the subway with the baby in the stroller. <laughs> as much as I wish we were gonna get that, we're not gonna get it. And I knew that for a fact. And to be fair, you as a virgin watcher, did you think that? Did you think the same thing? You were like, "There's no way we're not gonna have that." No, no. Like I was just saying, I I thought that they were going to bring him in and and be a bigger part of this because of the content. Like, how can okay. Elliot Ness not be a bigger part of the story? Because we have the history that shows he absolutely was. Right. No, and, and I wish that he was, but he's not. And that's where they, oh, that's where that's they drop. They, that's where they drop it. I agree a hundred percent. That is where they drop it. So lame. So, I I don't know what else to say on it. I don't. Um. Now, I let's go. This is we've already wasted about thirty minutes on this. No, and I don't say what I, I, I say wasted. We've talked thirty minutes so far. Th- Forty minutes. No, that's fine. I see what you think of my opinion. No, no, that's <laughs> no, fine. <laughs> I told you, I'm quitting next to... episode. Oh, nice. <laughs> I know, Victor's over here. Sorry, Victor's co- uh, showing me the Guatemalan beers. We, pulling we, out we the started stuff. bringing up the Guatemalans, and I had, <laughs> How to, it? had to bring it out. Because um, I'm definitely the minority in this uh, podcast relationship right now. How is it you pronounce the name? Famosa. Well, it's Gallo is the, is the actual brand, but the Famosa is the U.S. version of the actual Gallo. Fam- Famosa? Mm-hmm. Famosa, yeah. Does that mean famous? Yeah, it's yeah, famous. It um, it's the female famous, like as Famosa. Oh, it's, it, she is. She's famous. So it's not the male. It's not the male. It's not like saying like, oh, interesting. But I think it's like, and then and then Chris can like back me up here if I'm fucking lying out of my teeth or not. But I don't think it's like. Like in the U.S., you wouldn't say like, "Give me a famous." It's no. just almost like 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 Gallo is almost like. You know how like tide, tide is actually of a wave, but like there's right. also, like detergent. Right. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't think of detergent as like a tide. It's just like it's kind of like what it's known yes. as. Right. So I always thought like Gallo is just like Gallo, yeah, it but is. it doesn't actually mean right. Yeah, I mean it, like it means a chicken, but that's not like, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But no, it's, it's not like hand me a yeah, chicken. Exactly. Right. It's the same thing. If you tell somebody hand me a bud, you're not saying Bud Light, Budweiser, Bud Ice, Bud Platinum. It's hand me a bud, and everybody means Bud Light. Yeah. Or hand like, me a cord. hand me a well, bud. Are, All right, here's your cigarette. I'm like, no, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hand me a, 
Like, well, the same thing like hand me a Coors. Like, oh, you have Coors? Cool. Everybody means Coors, Coors Light. Light. They don't mean Coors Gold Label. Yeah. It's, it's, right? It's, it's, it's known and assumed. Like, say, uh, un gallo, por favor. That's, you, you get the gallo. You get the beer. English. You don't Talk get a chicken. English on the podcast. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. Hablé espanol. what was what what was Colte trying to say last episode it was so funny we were trying to say something in spanish it was so funny and i I totally forgot to do it 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 was like the perfect example of um a white person trying to speak (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) it was so funny como te almost me almost what the fuck was it (laughs) yeah i can't remember now I'm, I'm pretty what sure we had to have been pretty far we in the podcast all, at that point. All three of us are <laughs> for, so for drunk Colton right now. to be this trying so to funny. speak Spanish. <laughs> it was so funny. I don't know. Go ahead, keep saying because right. I'm going to sit here thinking, and I'll fucking get it, and I'll fucking interrupt <laughs> right. you so hard. Go ahead. Well, we're we talking so about Chalky's murder. Am, He's like, I, I know. Love <laughs> I am loving this podcast right now. All right, so let's get into Chalky's uh, storyline. All right, so. Chalky goes to visit. Uh, this is, this is like direct, direct sequel right here, which we don't no. usually get. <sighs> this is bad. Okay, I'm sorry. This is poor. I mean, I wouldn't say it was bad. Oh, I um, it's like I said, it's like we get direct sequel because last episode we ended the episode with him walking in on daughter at Narcisse's place of business for mm-hmm. all of his uh, ladies of the night. Um, and here she is with a child, which, you know, last episode we already kind of assumed who that child belonged to, but this, this episode we got a little bit of confirmation, but, um, it was directly, you know, that scene ended and here we go. We're, we're back in it. And I don't want to say that's bad. It's not common for this show. They usually have like a, you know, Bacardi, made in Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I was going to interrupt you when I finally realized it. Hecha in Puerto Rico. Hecha in Puerto Rico. Hecho in Puerto Rico. Did I say it that bad? Did I say it that no. bad? I didn't think you, was, you didn't say that bad, but like you figuring it out, being explained to you, was just really funny. Yeah. Like it, it, it wasn't bad. It's like no one, no one in the world. I don't even have a good when I if I do speak Spanish, I don't even like say it well. But like it was just funny hearing it, and Chris explained to you like Hecha is made, and it, just, it, was like, it was just going through the process was just really funny. It was like adorable, actually, if I'm being honest, like like being explained Spanish to you. And more so, I I'm wish blushing. I could. I wish I had recorded. <laughs> I wish I could have had recorded Chris's three second shock of like, and then realizing what I just said. It was so fucking good. I'm so sorry. You were. I told you I was going to interrupt you when I finally realized it because it was going to kill me. It's like, oh but about Chalky. Like Chalky I even knew it was coming. <laughs> in Puerto Rico. <laughs> That's going to be the new inside joke in our entire like friendship now. At this point, I'm just going to be Hinche in Texas. <laughs> Tejas. So Thank you. Be, yeah. Oh, my God. 
I'm so sorry. No, 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 Talking it's fine. His daughter, um, you knew it was going to be him. What, what, what were we saying? Oh, yeah. So, so direct continuation. This is this is the uh, immediate sequel, and I I wouldn't fault them for that. Only that, like I was saying, it's it's not common for this show. Generally, we we'll see you know the ending scene, and then the next episode we'll see like one of the characters kind of like recapping what happened right after that situation. Um, okay. and then continuing on from there. So I don't know. I mean, why did you, why did you find it bad? It's just, I feel that he gets there and everything just moves so fast and it's just like, okay. okay. Yes. Because I did rewatch the scene like four times to really get what the hell was going on. <laughs> Everything moves. Let me tell you something, Chris. You're you're a thousand percent right. When I watched this episode live, like they kill Chalky. Spoiler alert! And I was like, I don't get yeah. it. What did I miss? Yeah, no, that was my. That was and it. I had to rewatch it and to be like, oh. But at first, and I didn't even think second watch, I did not get what was yeah. going on. To be honest with you, Como, hundred percent. I messaged Victor. Uh, about I don't know what it was about three or four months ago, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I was like, "Chalky dies," like <laughs> I had completely forgotten Chalky dies because it doesn't make any sense. Like it's just like it's out of nowhere. One, we don't get to see a dead body, right? And two, it's just it happens out of nowhere. Yeah, it's just like all of a sudden. Oh, by the way, bam. You I mean, gunshots. after after I rewatched the scene between uh, daughter Chalky and Narcisse, like I reach I rewatched that scene multiple times just so that I knew what was happening. And when I did that, it kind of laid the groundwork for that scene in the alley behind this building. Like that made a little bit more sense to me. But like I mm-hmm. said, I mean, just the way they wrote that scene, I feel like there was like three sentences that weren't that that were like cut out explaining a little bit more what the hell is going on <laughs> i agree i agree 100 percent. credit and colton i think we talk about this here and there where like i am not a smart television watcher and i forget why we were talking about this but it's like sometimes i just don't get it and it goes way over my head and this is one of those times where watching it live that's why it was a total shock to me watching it live that it was like Wait, this meant that Chalky dies? Right. What the fuck? What right. did I miss? Um, and then, Colton, to your point, where it's like, it just kind of happens out of nowhere. It does and it doesn't. And this is this is me as multiple watchings. Because if, if you like, you sort of like take a snapshot of where Chalky is in his life, what are the reasons he have to live? Right. Like, he escapes jail and that's cool and all, but it's like, he's thought he's got nothing to live for. No. And it's like... And we'll talk about it as we go through. But like, what's the one thing he could redeem his life for? And I think that's kind of the show. Just the showed like, and I think Bordo, this is Bordo Empire almost. So it's like, we're we're gonna trust that you're a smart viewer and you sort of pick up on stuff, right? Right. Um, and that's the thing. And I think they took that too far here. Yes. <laughs> he has is everybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> or was it wait is that it no it can't be that or it's um that, it, I it it was it's mad. something like <laughs> <laughs> i think isn't he's right tagline? <laughs> i think it's like isn't um five. isn't yeah. it like or everybody oh, everybody what? pays or something like that 
Isn't it like blood is? Oh, I, I have it here. No one goes quietly. Ah. There you go. And ironically, uh, yeah, Chucky right? goes quietly. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> Way to go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he did it again. Um, I think I, I think a, there is there is some cool things to take from it. If you remember, like when Chalky starts out, he's like, "All I fucking thought about was your voice," and right. then, like it got to a point I couldn't even hear right. you. And then if you sort of think he's just like play that fucking record, and he gets it in his and like those last few moments what, right before he's shot, they fucking that's like pretty yeah. cool how they like tie like, that all that's, together. That's what made oh, him make his decision uh, to you know uh, to to let her go and put himself into right. Marcy's service. I, and, and, and Colton, you're right when the show's not really about redemption. Like, you're right in that. But I think it's also, like... Political. Well, <laughs> well so Donald Trump, right? <laughs> <laughs> Stimulus check. <laughs> we pissed everyone else I, I, I think, let's, like... Let's go ahead and cap this off the right <laughs> way. <laughs> Start getting political. <laughs> So Hillary Clinton in 2016, right? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny for like 40 minutes. I just keep coming oh like one God. political. Like if you were live, this is the point where like our views just completely tanked. <laughs> no, but seriously. Okay, so we got Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> So when you're talking about collusion with Russia, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> we're about to get real, real. <laughs> oh my god, I'm done. I am so done. Oh my god. Uh, so right. Chalky died. All right, big, big <laughs> bees from the east. Continue on. <laughs> It's like, what did those emails, why did she delete them? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Jeffrey, Jeffrey I, don't know, I don't even know what I was going to say. Jeffrey Epstein's body is going to show up on your camera. <laughs> No, it's fine. They'll they'll deliver it to him. COVID and all. Oh my god! <laughs> if you embalm Jeffrey Epstein, please take photos and send them to me. <laughs> oh my god! I don't even remember where we were at. I'm so drunk. I don't even. I don't even know um, where I was. Um, I and we were talking about Chalky. Well, <laughs> I'll just I'll just insert a line that we could go okay. from there. <laughs> In, ter- <laughs> in terms of of we were talking about like the whole devil you may know and how that ties into the episode, right? We talked about like how Van Alden kind of goes out like an animal, right? And I forget why we were talking about this, but like you know Van Alden goes out the way he does, right? And like Chalky goes out kind of like the way his character always yeah. was. Like he did raise his voice, but he right. never was like actioning, right? I'm doing like motions with my hand. And, like, that's kind of how Chalky goes out. Like, he's just like, let's get it on then. And he just yeah, fucking like, fixes his, his suit. His and last word killed. was, well, all right then. And, yeah, he just yeah, yeah. goes out as cool say, as he came in. Yeah. Like, I will say this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Agent Michael Sheehan died. And I'm not upset at how he died. 
Okay, I will never be a his character the way it goes out. Awesome. No, yeah, it was appropriate because I mean that's how he was from the beginning. Like he's going back to what he knows, and it's the same with Chalky. Right. I mean, you know, and all th- this. That's a, that was my other thing. It's the exact same thing as Chalky. The way Chalky character dies, it's it's Chalky. Yeah, it's very perfect and not really going along with his character this season. I, I mean, I guess he still kind of had his morals. Him, well, you just said right there. That's what makes me mad. Yeah. Is it is Chalky's character, but it's not his character this yeah, season. Yeah, not this season, which, I mean, we haven't seen enough of his character this season that would make that death as impactful as it should have been. Um, you know, if if he was killed off at the end of last season, then it would have been oh. like, it would have hurt. Like that would have been like, no fuck. Not, not that I'm saying like, I literally said that to myself in my head. I was like, fuck, nah, no, not chalky. <laughs> but it would have, I would have said it out loud if, if he died at the end of last season, because we had built this character up so much. And uh, to see him, you know, he did go through a lot at the beginning of the season, um, you know, escaping from prison and that kind of thing. But it's so native to the character that I feel like it didn't add anything to it. It didn't add anything to his character because this was all just kind of arbitrary. It, it was steps that he was taking to get to the point of death. And that's not it's not satisfying. I am not satiated, <laughs> like I said earlier. They brought him back just to right, kill him, exactly. But yeah. they didn't even br- they didn't even like provide enough reason yeah. to. Like I- I'm with you there. And if you think about it, it, took six episodes to essentially get him out of jail and to eventually get himself right. killed. And it's like fuck the five episodes leading right. up to this. Like they, they don't, don't matter, matter at, at all. all. It only matters when he's there with daughter. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only point that matters, and that that, that does uh, like a thousand percent. But like Colton, like you keep saying. They thought this was going to go on a few right. more seasons. Like, I bet you they maybe they do kill him at the end of season four if they know they have like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, or 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 anything else. This is just like a, I feel it's like a, a real condensed version yes. of what they wanted yeah. to do. Right. Like you know maybe leave daughter out in the 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 atmosphere for a few season or two, and then eventually you bring her back and you whatever right. whatever the case is. No, that's that's my thing. Is I feel that this is something. And the same thing with Michael Shannon. This is something that they anticipated over the course of two whole seasons. And that this is where we're at right now because of that. So, uh, like I said, I'm not happy with it. But, you know, I mean, it's it. Is it the worst thing ever? No, it's not. No. No, you know, so, um, you know, we're going to take it where we can. So... Um, at this point, um, at the end of the episode, now, what I want to get into is where we're going to be going at from here, okay? Because at this point, we're done. We're done with whatever is going on. So, Victor, first with you, because you, you and me have, now, I don't remember everything that happens. But you, you, you have a much more uh, visual representation about what happens. But I don't want you to spoil it for Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is what the the next 
three was it two epi- no, not three two, epi- two two episodes. episodes. How do you see that going? Like, do you consider the next two episodes that much better? Well, it's funny because like there's a line, right? It's almost like a throwaway line that Al Capone says, where he says, "Oh, who cares about Nucky? Um, Luciano's going to deal with him." So there's that like that little throwaway line that's like what the lead up to the next two episodes are going to be, uh-huh. and then at the end where you see like Doyle, um, Doyle rounding up the mm-hmm. troops, and he's like, "Are we going to go to war?" And it's like, "Yeah." So I think like kind of like what we said earlier, it's like they they cleared out all the shit that doesn't matter, and now we're going to deal with like just this storyline. And again, it's like right. maybe it's because I'm in a, in a Game of Thrones sort of thing, but it's sort of like, all right, you got rid of the White Walkers. Now here we are. We got two episodes to fucking deal with what we've been doing this entire show's existence. Um, so I, I guess just kind of like if you remember that third, the the final episode of season three, like war. That's all we got yeah. now is left, just war, and l- let let the best man win, so yeah. to say. You know, the thing the thing I do remember watching this live. And I'm 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 sort of curtailing my what I'm talking about here because obviously Chris Chris is here. Um, they play around with history, so yeah. you don't really know what's going to happen. You know, this is like an alternate universe, right? Because right. like, um, I I don't know, Chris, if you ever looked it up, but like Nucky Thompson. You know what? I can't even say it because <laughs> I'm going to like spoil something without even realizing I'm spoiling it. See, I guess the don't spoil anything. I know, I know. That's that's what I'm going to say. I just it's cool that we have an alternate universe going on, yeah. and like Van Alden and Chalky, they don't exist right. in real life. Like they right. may be creations of something else, but and that's why like, in real life they don't exist. I was even uh, it, it's funny you bring that up because I kind of had that thought watching the episode in the Van Alden. Um, and and uh, Al Pacino, Al Pacino, <laughs> Al Capone. I made that mistake last episode too. I think. I you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, in that altercation, in my head, I was actually kind of like, "All right, cool." Agent Michael Shannon is about to murder Al Capone. Cool. <laughs> like, oh wow, yeah, like, yeah that's cool. Awesome. I I'll go along with that. This is like some Quentin Tarantino shit right here. <laughs> <laughs> They're killing Hitler in a movie a, theater. Yeah, yeah, the boy, yeah. So, I like, want to say you said that exact same thing. So, yeah, like I, I was kind of, you know, kind of rooting for it because they do have that. They do play around with it a little bit um, with the history, and but they do it in a way that's completely believable. It's fine. Like I appreciate it, and I just, I just didn't want to see Michael Shannon go. <laughs> that's all it comes down to. <laughs> right. But. And well, Colton, I know you're gonna throw the question to Chris about like what, what he expects in the yeah. next two episodes. I just want to throw one more thing in, if I could. Okay, yeah, I was one of my favorite. What? No, no, I, I'll let I'll let, I'll let you. I, uh, one of my favorite lines of the entire series is what Mike um, Michael Shannon um, Chalky says. He's like, "It's all a dream to, to begin with. Ain't nobody yeah. ever been free." That's a fucking yes. awesome because line. that's the only like, that's thing. What, that's my fucking that he said favorite to line in this entire season. Where it got to him, and you could tell, like, yeah, he did such a great job. Like his eye was twitching slightly. He's like that got to him because <laughs> he's getting taken over by yeah. Luciano. Like you know, so it's just like, yeah, you're you're free. You could kill me, but it's like none yeah. of us are free. It, it was just it's such a the great perfect line. dig right at that time. Yeah, it is. yeah, yeah. I. 
let's talk about Trump's tax returns. <laughs> like, what exactly? We're not. We're not talking about that at all. What is he all, hiding so. in there? <laughs> Money. <laughs> oh, shit. So, um, yeah, no. I mean, these bailouts, these corporations are getting, am I right? <laughs> I'm done. I don't know. I don't have anything else. I'm done. So. I don't even know why I'm doing this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you're not. So it's okay. <laughs> see, he's just trying to get everyone to hate us so that his I, podcast takes over. I see your game. I see your game. <laughs> Guys, on the D and Dexter podcast, we talk all about. <laughs> um. No, uh, okay, all right, so my last thing with uh, Chris is, because we've been doing this on the last episodes, if you were to be a betting man, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where is Nucky alive at the end of the show? I, I still I still hold on to that thought that Nucky is alive at the end of the show. I do not okay. think he dies. I just, they're trying to be Game of Thrones, but I don't think they're that Game of Thrones. <laughs> like, well, this that is before much. Game of Thrones, so. Well, I, and I don't know. I just don't think that they would kill him off. Okay, so it just doesn't make sense. The... It doesn't make sense. Okay, so at the end of everything, right now, you're like, no, Nucky's alive. Yeah. Like I said, the reason I'm asking this is because. I mean, and it could go this, either way. This shows, no, and I understand that it can go either way. But the, 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 when this episode started, when the season started, mm-hmm. everybody was like, like, oh, Nucky's going to be alive or he's going to be dead. It was like a 50-50 Oh, split. yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I, I'm still on the uh, – I'm, I'm hashtag team alive uh, to okay. the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. I'm, I'm a no, couple years a- late, but <laughs> – and that's why I wanted to ask you, because I think that's awesome. Like, I want to know, everybody wants to know your I, uh, your perspective of it. So, all right. All right. So, with that being said, we are going to end this episode. And uh, we're going to, oh, fuck. <laughs> I completely forgot to pull up. All right, there we go. All right. So, uh, with that episode, we're going to be going in, and we will be back next week, where we will be discussing... Friendless Child is the name of the next episode, and I'm okay. hoping we can have Lazarus. We will uh, try to get on with it's going to be if this three-way can work out, right. and we will do a little bit of chin-wagging when we come back. Sounds good. All right. So